0: Hi, and welcome to episode 31. We're going to dive a little deeper into expectations, our assumptions, wow, those are big, right? And our perception, how they all interrelate, and how it causes us to react and act in the world. So let's get started. <music> discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets. Be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? That's right. Flowdesk offers an all-in-one email marketing system. It's the easiest way to get started in building your email list today. Go to flowdesk.com. That's F L O. DESK.com slash C slash ClearlyKatherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. You can also find the link in the show notes. Assumptions, expectations, the perception of things. It's interesting to me how easy it is to jump off from someone's assumption which is based off their own personal experiences, their own thoughts, their own perception of the world, and their expectation of what will be caused by that, where it will go. I really got thinking about that today. It comes up a lot for me, but in particular today, in a funny way, we've had a lot of snow and ice here where I live. And I took the dogs into the backyard, and one of my dogs, very gentle, Jenna, she loves to wear dresses, and she's a decent-sized dog. She's about 50 pounds, kind of a lab, whippet, boxer mix. And she can be either super-duper docile or crazy dog, but she's still aware, and she's quite careful even though she looks like she's trying to kill you and sounds like she's trying to kill you. So I put on my Sorrells with the fluffy fur top and fluffy mittens and went out with them just to kind of see what it was like and what they were up to. Well, my other dog Spencer thinks Jenna can get a little rough. So when she started getting like overexcited about the snow, he's like, I'm going in. She, on the other hand, went into crazy dog. And I was thinking as she's pretend attacking me, now she doesn't even close her mouth. She just pretends, but she makes the worst growling sounds. It sounds like the attack dogs in the police show. And so I'm out there in the yard and she's growling and leaping and biting at me. And she's not closing her mouth. I can't even feel her teeth at all. She's mostly just jumping and making a lot of noise and running around me and she's pretending to attack my boots, but she's not even gripping them or pulling them. She, you know, grabbed my hand a couple of times, but I couldn't feel her teeth or anything. But I was thinking if someone went walking by or the neighbors saw, they'd think, oh my God, she's trying to kill her. The vicious dog. In fact, they've said before, "No, oh, that dog is so vicious. And like, if he only knew that she wears a tutu around the house. But it's interesting thinking my expectation of her is that she would never hurt me. She's I've seen her in this mode many times. She's never even accidentally bit me. And she will drop or let go of whatever I tell her, no matter how frenzied shark she is. But the expectations of those watching her, they are visioning this, you know, in the police shows have the guy all in the foam and the heavy suits and the German shepherd attacks him as an example and they practice. That is what they're seeing in their minds, this vicious dog attack. Whereas Jenna, I say, all right, that's enough. Now leave it. She just stops and kind of looks at me. And then she'll go outside and flop on the sofa and expect a blanket on her. Not very exciting, really. But my expectations and my assumptions about the situation are different. I'm a used to big dogs, I've been around them. My general assumption is big dogs are safer than little dogs, but that's my experience. But people watching this assume and their expectation is she's going to hurt me. So you think about this, how quickly we rely on our assumptions first. Our assumptions are based off of no factual information in our view, and then it's filtered through our past experience, our experience of similar situations. Maybe we've only seen dog attacks on TV. Maybe we've heard terrible, vicious stories. Maybe we don't know anything about dogs and we Think that's scary dog behavior. Maybe, like me, you're used to big dogs and you know, oh, that's hilarious, that dog is so weird. It's all based on that. So our assumptions are really based from this. And it's seen through our perception. What angle are we at? How long have we witnessed it? And in the business world, this happens a lot. We all come to the table with past experiences. We all come to the table with assumptions about things, whether it's even within our experience realm or not, our assumptions are based off just collected information. It could be only books we read or the few stories we've heard about it. And it's an interesting thing because that can suck us in to a storyline that can take us down a trail that has nothing to do with the reality or the real situation. Depending who would witness Jenna and I playing in the backyard with her fake attack would depend on what story they would leave with. Would they go and call like animal control? Would they go home and laugh and say, my dog does that all the time? What would they be walking away with? What story is playing out in their mind? Do you ever go out, I don't know, walking or to a restaurant or standing in line? It's more fun to do this with a friend. But you begin to make up stories about the people around you based on the limited information you have, the perception you have, the assumption you have, strictly based on what's in front of you. You know, you make the assumption, oh, they're on their first date. She's not really that interested. Oh, they're fighting. You know, whatever it is you make up. Oh, she looks like she's in a hurry. She's going to pick up her kid from school. You Make all these different stories. If you want to get really creative, you're like, oh, he's a bank robber. He got lost. You know, whatever it is you make up, you start creating these stories based on Your past experiences, whether they be actual experiences or your experiences of seeing or reading about something, and then you start putting it together and you create an assumption, assumption story. You're assuming that this could be happening. Now you're making this up, but let's play along with this here. So I see this in the business world a lot. Have you ever heard of fake it till you make it? I'm sure you have. And why do they say that? Because people assume you're already successful. Now, if you go into the bigger picture of that, the fake it till you make it creates two types of assumptions. We're just gonna play with one, but the second one we'll dive into maybe the next episode of creating that on your own mind, fake it till you make it because you perceive to yourself and create a story that you are successful. But right now, we're gonna focus on the fake it till you make it for others to see your success. Dress the role that you want to have. Heard that one? Same idea. I find this to be true often. I always like to dress a little bit better than everyone else. Being, if it's casual, I'll dress a little bit more formally I like to have the nice suit. I like to have maybe the longer dress. I love to see people's assumptions about it. And I will tell you, often if I'm just a guest or a helping or volunteering, often because I'm dressed like I'm the boss and I carry myself that way, people assume I'm the head of whatever's happening. And I think that's kind of fun. I think it's fun because I love to look at people's behavior and how they react, interact. And they laugh at the fake it till you make it, but you see how people react to that. So fascinating to me that they automatically assume if I'm the only person there in a suit, that I must be the boss. Maybe I came from something else and I had a suit on and didn't have time to change. But never do people think that, they always just assume. It's like if you go to a restaurant and the bartender is dressed in a white shirt and black pants and a guy passes you by in a white shirt and black pants and you go, hey, can you get me a drink? And the dude's like, uh, I'm having dinner here. Why are you asking me? We've assumed that white shirt, black pants, he's the bartender, a waiter. It's really interesting how quickly we will live off of that. And what happened if we took a little bit more time and analyzed it and bought some facts into the story? So why am I talking about all this? I'm talking about this because I want you to start thinking about your own assumptions about others. We always assume everyone's doing better than we are. We assume, oh, they're ahead of us. Oh, we assume they've got all the stuff done. Oh, their life is happier. They're doing all these fun things, especially if we look at social media. My goodness, you know, People know how to take their pictures the right angle. They pick only the perfect parts of their lives. I even know people that take fake pictures. They only post the perfect moments of their lives. So if you're looking at these posts, you're thinking, wow, their life is absolutely perfect. They went on that trip they always wanted to go on. I haven't gone anywhere. So in business, we need to be very careful that we aren't making Assumptions based on our own perception, our own thoughts of the world, we need to start creating assertions, creating some facts, grounding what we're seeing in the world. Because when we need to approach them, let's say a a customer or a client has some concerns or feedback or is unhappy. Let's say you've had six people call with feedback and five of them have been on the same topic. They can't get a connection. They're not getting their emails. And the last one was on something completely different. And so now you're assuming that everyone is contacting you because of some sort of email issue. And so you begin with your conversation. I know, I know the connection's been a problem and this person has no idea. Now they think whatever their feedback is, there's also another problem. Or they think that you're not interested in listening to them because you start the conversation off with assuming what they wanna talk about. And how do you know that the feedback they wanna give is a negative? It might be positive. It might be saying, hey, I love this class. I just wanna tell you how amazing it is. It's been so helpful to me. But you start off on the negative and they're like, wow, they didn't even have any interest in listening to me. Think about this before you just assume, even though you have a stack of people calling about one thing, they might be calling about something completely different. Be careful assuming that people are only who they are by the place that you found them being if you only see what their Facebook profile is but haven't found any other information, their LinkedIn, their website, any other bio, and their Facebook doesn't have very much and you make this assumption, be careful what you do. Take a little time to research, ask questions and don't make assumptive questions because you're in the same group or have similar friends doesn't necessarily mean that you can assume. Now, if you're working in the business world, you want to be very careful. You want to be an investigator. You want to ask investigative questions. You want to find out about them before you make assumptions. Find out who are they? What are they interested in? What is their experience? What is their background? What do they bring to the table? What makes them different? If you can't find that information on your own, ask them. Say, I see you're involved in this, but I bet there's a lot of other really interesting things about you. I'd love to learn what they are. Ask more questions, because when you do that, people want to tell you, and your assumptions don't cloud over the conversation. Because when you go into it with these assumptions, these expectations, you you don't wanna make that phone call because you're afraid they're gonna say something negative and so you hem and haw and go back and forth and you're assuming it's gonna be bad, you're expecting to feel awful and where it's actually someone who wants to give you really good feedback or it's a really great match if someone could help you or it's just a good collaboration opportunity. And you made all these assumptions, so you come in and you cloud that over. And sometimes you can't get it back on track. Now they have a perception about you because of the way you approached it. So I want you to just really think about, what are you assuming? What kind of false expectations are you putting on things? We've talked about expectations before and how they really set you up. So be careful what you're doing. Look at that perception. What eyes are you looking through? Are you looking through your own insecurities, your own worries? Are you having the perception of a story that you're creating and now you're building that and assuming all of these things and you've gone down this trail? If you have to, bullet point all the assumptions you're creating and then check off, like cross them out. I've no evidence that this is true on this particular person. I don't know the facts on this. Thanks to Flowdesk, I can create great looking emails that don't require a lot of setup. Seriously, as easy as a social media post. After using many of the top competitors, Flowdesk has become my all-time favorite email marketing platform. Flowdesk does all the tagging for me. With Flowdesk, I can see which of my subscribers are most engaged, what they're most interested in reading, and what they've clicked on, plus tons more data. So if you're sick of messing around with all the email marketing setup and tired of paying high prices that just go up as you grow, then give Flowdesk a try. One monthly price for unlimited subscribers. That's right, unlimited subscribers. That's one price, no hidden fees, Are you ready to take your business to the next level with email marketing? Go to flowdesk.com, that's F-L-O-D-E-S-K.com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. Or you can click on the link below in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. Really take a close look At the assumptions you're having, the expectation that you have for the result. What eyes are you looking through? And take that bullet pointed list and think about that situation, that person, that interaction before you have it, (laughs) before you have it. And make a bullet pointed list. What's causing you to stop making that phone call? What's making you dread having to deal with that situation? What's giving you anxiety? What's giving you worry? Are you setting yourself up to an expectation that has no basis? And look at those assumptions, those expectations, and look at them through the eyes of perception. Why are you seeing that? Why are you assuming that to be true? Why is that holding you back? Because if you go through each little thing, well, everyone else who's called, that was their problem. Okay, great. This is a totally new person. We don't know that's why they're calling. Do you have evidence? Did they say it in their email? Did they say it in their message? No. So you are assuming because everybody else has, but doesn't necessarily mean this person is. So you don't really have anything to support them. But you can be prepared if that's what it is. No, you're assuming they're going to want to have an argument. How do you know that? You don't know that. One of the other five people wanted an argument. You Otherwise, they were very nice. So you have actually more evidence that they're going to be nice. So that's not a good one. Go through them. One by one. And do this for Anytime you realize you're telling a story to yourself, you created this assumption of what the situation is from this other side that you can't see. Now you have an expectation of what it's going to be like, what's going to happen, and you now have this whole story and you're worried about it. You don't know. You have no control. You have no idea So break it down and get rid of it. You know, watch yourself. You could be in a situation where you are at that event. You decide the person, only person in the suit is the boss. And the person that's maybe in the grungy stuff is actually the boss, but you're not very polite to them. How often do I see this? In fact, let me tell you a quick story. There's a man who... Booklet from, he came from the backwoods, all long, scraggly hair, scraggly beard, old beat up pickup truck, no handles, comes in, kind of gruff, goes to the Cadillac dealership. This is a true story. My friend's father owned the Cadillac dealership where this happened. And he comes in and he says, I'd like to buy that Cadillac over there and was the most expensive one on the lot. And the salesman, like, ha ha ha, sure you would. Get out of here, buddy. And so he left. And he went to the Mercedes dealership. Same thing happened. He went back because he really wanted the Cadillac. He went back to complain. My friend's father happened to bump into him. He said, I want to buy that Cadillac. I have cash. I came in here. Nobody would talk to me. They told me to leave. And my friend's father had been in the business a long time, obviously. And he said, well, sure, let's take it for a ride and, you know, check it out. And so they did. They came back and the guy paid cash. He bought this Cadillac. And the perception that everybody else had was that he was in a beat up pickup truck. He had no money. He looked all scruffy. He didn't look like he could had 10 cents to rub together. This perception actually caused no one to get a commission on that sale. (laughs) And luckily he did come back. But I just want to remind you that if you go somewhere and assume that the scruffy person, maybe the boss and the other person just happened to walk in in their suit, you don't know. But if you treat the person that you assume is the least important one, differently, or unimportant, and treat somebody else because of your assumption that they're the most important person in the room, then what have you done? I see this happen a lot. That's why I always teach, do your research in advance. Know who is who. Know who is running what. Because you don't want to look like the fool our assumptions can lead us astray. They can lead us down a path of destruction for ourselves. And in our own minds, oh, they are dangerous. So be very careful of your assumptions. We all get caught up in them. You're not going to catch it every time because that's how we pace our journey in life. We pace it by our past experiences our our knowledge that we've collected and that's where our expectations and assumptions come from because our perception in the world is built from those experiences the knowledge we've collected the position we're standing in at that moment so be very aware do that exercise make a list And then look at it, analyze it. Is this factually true? Do I have evidence to support this? You probably don't. And if you don't, start approaching it differently. Because as you learn how to dissect your assumptions, you then can piece together what assumptions people may be making about you think about that as a superpower because people live off their assumptions so be a detective check out things ask questions dig a little deeper and you will find your path clears away all the fog all the leaves, and it will be clear and you can see so much farther ahead. So go out in the world, trash those assumptions, rearrange those expectations, and change your perception. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier.